You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I really did have a minor panic when that guy walked in because he Why? looked so much like <laughs> my next door neighbors that have now moved out. You did look legitimately freaked out. No, he looks exactly like I was looking at him because I, I was afraid. Oh crap! Is he going to recognize me? Am I going to? Are we going to figure out who each other is right now? And then I just tried to ascertain if I had ever seen him over there. Still not a hundred percent, but he looks like he would That's fit a 50/50. in perfectly with my meth head neighbors. <laughs> I mean, it was it was crazy. Cool Carl is uh, is just some, uh, on a different level right Cool there. Carl was on his own level. That's true. He always is, yes. Don't know <laughs> if I ever really heard him speak. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler <laughs> here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do want to remind everybody, of course, Sarah... What do you do if you're going to do some online shopping? Greg, I'm so glad that you asked me. The first this thing I like to do. This is just a natural do. thing. I just, this is the, I really off the like top of my head. Fluid, yes. Before we start the show, I was thinking, you know, I have all these things we're going to talk about. Oh, we're going to have special guests, uh, some musicians joining us. Awesome. Brian and Emma are going to join us here in just a little bit. They're performing at Kay's Bar tonight. And, and all kinds of things to talk about. So but, many things. But really, the most important thing I just had to bring up right now. Sarah, what do you do when you're doing online shopping? Like, how do you do it? Again, thank you so much for asking. Uh, I really, I found this really simple way to fulfill all of my shopping needs. And well, it's how to, simple is it? Well, it's just one click of the button, Greg. What? You go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link, and then I just shop my cares away. Whoa. I have the best time. Well, that sounds really easy. It's super easy, super rewarding, because I know when I'm doing it that I'm helping out two great local podcasters who really deserve the help. Yeah. Yeah. Just by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon just link? Just that one extra click. I know it puts a smile on their faces. Wow, Sarah, that's a wonderful way. Well, thank you. I just, I'm glad we got that out of the way. We could have talked about that off air. I just figured I'd get it out of the way now. Perfect. That's how <laughs> I'm going to do my shopping. All right. So, <laughs> go to our website, click on the Amazon link. Um, <laughs> yes, please. Thanks. All right. We need we need to follow up on what our Friday show was. So this is April 4th. April 1st, it may have seemed like it was April uh, April Fool's Day show. It was not. 100% real. On Friday, April 1st, we talked about Sarah going to officiate a wedding from our friends. It's our friend's sister was getting married. Yes. Then they had just decided to do it like a few days earlier and my friend knew that I was... Uh, very spur of the moment wedding. Very spur of the moment uh, my friend knew that I was an ordained minister, and yes. so uh, they asked me if I wanted to help and uh, marry off their sister. So I'm like, okay, why not? Like, yeah. I, I will totally do this. Yes. Anything for show content. Right. And now here are the, some key elements here. Number one, uh, you had only met the uh, bride maybe once or twice. Maybe. Yeah, I met her, I think, once like 10 years ago, maybe. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. so you don't know her. And then on top of that, the groom, no one had ever met. Um, at least not. Uh, at least you, have not, you had not met him. I hadn't met him. And uh, he is a uh, well, a con- he's a he's a convicted felon. Convicted let's just felon. put it like, let's just put it as it is. Mm-hmm. He's a convicted felon, and this was going to be a backyard wedding that was happening that was organized basically within a week. Yeah, and now I went as well. We we coined this this event hashtag fell in love. Yes. I'm still proud of that. Which that is a really good term. By the way, if there's any reality show that comes out now called Fell in Love, we need to be a part of that. And clearly we have trademarked this. Like this is ours. 
we it's our verbal trademark right it's our now. verbal trademark yeah. i mean fell in love is the perfect reality show that's got to, it's got to happen it's you can totally see it on like vh1 or something it'll be uh you know new new ex-cons uh, or why? Well, I guess you're not a new ex-con. new life, new romance. Yeah, newly yeah. out of jail felons who f- and the women who love them. Mm-hmm. Bam, felon love sold. Like we pretty much just sold the show right yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, it's there. So somebody needs to pass some royalties or something. But fell in love for this for this episode. We went to this wedding and. Sarah was the officiant. I want to kind of set the stage. So it was at the uh, a relative's house. Yes, ba- who has who has a nicer, a house, lovely house, yeah. lovely house. Mm. And the the wedding between uh, this the lovely couple. J- t- can we give the couple a name? Yes, uh, let's make them Paul and Stacy. Paul and Stacy. Yes. Okay, fine. Paul and Stacy. So Stacy is the one. Get yeah. Paul is the ex-con. The, the felon. Still not sure what he was convicted for. Nobody knows for sure. Nobody knows. It's never quite been asked. We think it's something to do with some sort of some weapons kind of, thing. Uh, weapons, robbery, somewhere along yeah. those lines. They think they have it pinpointed to is in that area. But nobody nobody wants to ask, apparently. So we got there to this uh, to this place. And um, we, we sat down. And then slowly, some of the people started coming in. And now, this was not a big wedding. This was a backyard wedding. Not not big, like ten people maybe. Stacy arrived, and then Paul arrived, and so Paul, the groom, he arrived, and you know, I was thinking, okay, well, this is gonna be this is gonna be happening, and he, he showed up, and I'll just kind of set the stage here. So he was wearing Dickie's shorts. He sure was. Uh, some, I think, believe some Vans shoes. I'm he not was wearing sure. Vans. Yep. Uh, the and, bride wore flip flops and a and a shirt. Mm-hmm. And just a regular old shirt, and he showed up, and I was like, "Okay, well, he's probably going to change into his clothes for the for the wedding." Oh, was that what you thought? Oh no, no, <laughs> that's that was his wardrobe for the wedding. That was it through the ceremony, and we'll get to that stuff here in a bit. But through the ceremony, that is what he wore: his Dickies shorts and his uh, his Vans shoes. While he, I think got he had like married a Dickies shirt the, on too. It was like a button up. I mean, it was. Uh, it had yeah, a, that's true. It was. It had a collar. <laughs> it, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. I suppose so. In in a technical term, yeah. Uh, now he showed up, but he also had a buddy with him. Yeah. And this is where I went into that panic mode where I was worried I was seeing one of my meth head neighbors. Greg did his eyes got as big as saucers when he saw this guy, and I'm like, why the fuck is he Greg like reacting like that? I didn't know. Spitting image of them. Yeah, he looked exactly like one of Greg's old meth heads. The tattoos were there. <laughs> the 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 names of ladies tattooed across his neck. Um, uh, I counted them at one point. I counted four. Four on the neck? Four different lady names ladies on names. his neck. Like in all different like fonts and different kinds. Like one was in cursive. The other yeah, one was in like block collection. letters. Yeah. Wow. I wonder what that... I mean... I don't know I if can't like imagine daughters what would, or like if they're like past girlfriends and he's like, all right, I'm done with Nancy. I'm going to... Uh, let's, yep. let's go ahead and get Susan on the, yeah. on the back of we my We got neck. some more room over here. <laughs> let's get another one in there. Uh, well, whatever it is. He was the spitting image of, of one of my meth head neighbors. And so it, it did throw me off for a minute. I didn't want to look at him. I didn't want to see him. It turns out his name is uh, Carl. Mm-hmm. So it was Paul and Carl there. But it's not just Carl, because as I quickly found out, Carl has a nickname, and the nickname is Cool Carl. So, I would not believe this if I hadn't heard it. His over name is and Cool over Carl. Over again, hey, Cool Carl. Like cool it, Carl. Like it was the full name. That That's was his it. name. Yeah. That's his name. 
His name is Cool Carl. Oh my! So Cool Carl, of course, was the one that showed up. Um, you know, as he's after Greg like finishes panicking and he realizes it's not his meth head neighbor. Right. Um, you know, Cool Carl has like this entire like bucket, like wooden bucket thing full of beer. Yeah. Yeah. So he yeah, just pops, he Cool Carl beer. brought the beer. Cool Carl brought some beer. Mm-hmm. You know, which was great. And it's at this point too, where because you're getting ready. Yeah. Because you have to read these vows that you printed off online. Which I was really nervous about, by the way. I was actually practicing. Yeah, you were. You yeah. were very nervous. Uh-huh. You, did, you did a great job. We're going to get to this ceremony, too. But at, at this point, you know, I was... I, we had talked about it on the show, and I really wanted to back out of live tweeting this. Yeah. For, you, at Fun Emp Radio. Fun Emp Radio on Twitter. Because the thing is, there were, I, did, I, I didn't think about the fact that there's... There's going to be hardly anybody at this thing. Oh yeah, and there and the people that are there um, are probably like thirty percent convicted felons. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there on my phone, like, huh? <laughs> well, a, I mean, I'm probably not going to engage in a lot of conversation, but I real, I look like a real asshole too because I'm just not talking to anybody. I'm just sitting there on my phone. Really, I'm writing about all of them in front of me. I'm like, if I get caught here. I'm fucked. Oh, you are. You're not just like beat up. I think you're like the dead. If like oh, they caught yeah. you doing, and that. I'm way the hell out in the middle of nowhere. Like not anywhere I know how to get home from. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would have been in. I was. I was nervous. I was risking it doing this. So. So I did post some things. Um, I got to say this: some of the fine drinks that were drinks that were served. We had the beer. Um, one of the one of the main the feature alcoholic drink for the, the evening. Fe- the featured beverage, if you will. The featured beverage yes. was um, vodka with Tampico. Tampico, if you don't know what Tampico is, it's kind of like a Sunny Delight, like a Sunny D. Like a generic Sunny D. It's generic Sunny D. In a gallon, yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so vodka and Tampico, that was the, the featured drink uh, of the evening. And I mean, and I got to say and too- lots of vodka and Tampico was consumed, I must say. There was a lot that was going through, The majority yeah. of which I believe was consumed by- the bride and groom. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were drinking up. Oh, another another key little side note of this wedding that really didn't have anything to do with the wedding, but it was happening at the same time, was, you know, we were in the backyard of this place. Just everybody's kind of sitting around waiting for people to get there and whoever's going to be a part of it. So relaxing. There was a little girl in this neighborhood. so weird. Who was walking around outside the fence, not part of this wedding. Nobody really knew who she was. And I'm talking like a little girl, like a 10-year-old girl. And, you know, this was in a neighborhood, so she must have lived somewhere around there. Yeah, it was like in a cold. She wasn't in trouble. So like, yeah, yeah. She was peeping. She was standing at the fence, and she would just stare through the cracks. And you, I and mean, she you wouldn't could clearly move. see her. You could see her. You could see her watching. She and was we'd wearing... all look at her, but she would not move. No, and she was standing there, and what made it creepier, I think, well, she was like wearing shorts and a t-shirt, like little little kid clothes. Yeah. But then she was wearing winter boots, like these big fluffy winter boots, and a bike helmet with no bike. Like, it was the strangest thing. It was very strange. And she's just standing there. Like, it was something out of a horror movie. Like, she's standing there, not moving, for like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Just standing on the other side of the fence, just uh, I don't staring know, man. inside. It was, it was strange. It was weird. It was very strange. Yeah. And so so that was so that was going on intermittently through the thing. That was just kind of creeping me out and throwing me off. Yeah. Just because I'd look over there, and then I couldn't, like, look away. So yeah, I was like making looking. eye contact with her. I kept telling Greg to stop looking. I'm like, stop I looking at to, the creepy girl. But I'm like, what is she looking at? Why is she staring at us? Why? Why? Like, what is she doing? And and no, she would just keep on staring, like staring through you. 
staring into my soul. Oh, our friend Chris in the chat is bringing up that it's a uh, she was probably a time traveler. Oh, that could make sense. Maybe she was observing. She's like, oh, this is what happened to society. <laughs> oh, that's it. Maybe something this big is... happened at this that we don't realize. This was a monumental <laughs> moment. Um, so anyway, that that's just a little side note. So people start arriving, and and not a lot of people. This is, I'd say maybe there was ten people total at yeah, this thing. Yeah, ten people besides us, and like the bride and groom and immediate family. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I don't, I don't know if, if that. I, I was, was, I was including. Yeah, all including that. all of us is a total of like fifteen people. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, one person. <laughs> now, here's. I mean, I'm go, going back through and I'm looking through at what we posted on what, what I posted on Twitter. This was another key moment that happened. So, uh, a guy showed up. You know, obviously knew knew Paul, and Paul walks up to him and starts patting him down on the on the front oh of his my God, shorts. And I'm like, what the hell is he doing? He's like, where's your chew? And this is all 100% accurate, by the way. Greg is not like, it, no. like making anything up. So Paul walks up to the new guy, he's patting down the front of his pants, asking where the chew is. This guy responds, "Careful." Uh, I'm paraphrasing what what he said, but it was like, "Careful, my gun, my gun's not there." So he went on to explain basically he was packing a gun. Yeah. This guy, this man had a gun on him. It was basically telling the guy like, "Don't don't hit my gun while you're searching for the chew in my pants." Yes. Yeah. That is what it was. He had a gun, and. So, because of course, what but, you think of going to an afternoon wedding is you know, your friend's house. Bring your gun. Make sure you have your gun with you. Jesus. So this guy had a gun apparently uh, on him. Um, the the groom was looking for the chew, and then then erupted the big debate. Oh, this was the debate to end all debates. The debate was whether or not he should have a chew before the wedding because they wanted one. He really, really wanted one. Or whether. He should go ahead and wait until after the kiss. Like, because he didn't want to do that. But it's like, oh, man. <sighs> I guess I should wait to have one until after the kiss. I'm like, well, yeah, you are getting married. That is a very considerate thing to do. That would probably do. be pretty nice of you. It's very considerate of you to, <laughs> to hold off having the chew until after you kiss your, your bride. <laughs> so so it, it ended up he did decide to wait. At least that's what he said. I don't know. He may have snuck one anyway, but he said he was going to wait. Well, he's he, he's a man of honor. I'm sure that he waited. It was very, it was, it was classy. It was a classy move. It was so a classy by that move. time, I think the drinks have been refreshed about four times. Oh yeah, at this point. Oh, there was a lot. The bottle of vodka and the bottle of Tempico are um, about half gone. Yep. It was a, one of those big double bottles of vodka too. So I mean, it's not, it was it, going it's no through. It was feat. a celebration. Yeah. And then it was time for the actual ceremony itself, yes. which is what Sarah took over and, and led. So they didn't know exactly where they wanted to stand in the yard. So I'm trying. When we did uh, Ken and Doug's wedding last week, or you know, last year, well, that when you was do a wedding, you have there's some sort of mild preparation that you need to do. Yeah, like you need to know like where you're going to stand, what you're going to do. Like you know, do you have the rings? Are you going to be too drunk to repeat after me? Right. <laughs> what are we going to do? So, uh, so it got to the wedding. Like basically, everybody finally got there because they were quote. Waiting for uh, somebody who was bringing oh, the whiskey. Yeah, that's that's why it was delayed. It was <laughs> that, delayed because the whiskey. I swear to God, that's why the wedding was delayed. The, whis- the whiskey guy wasn't there yet. That is true. Because that is the wh- whiskey guy wasn't there, and they wanted to wait until he got there with the whiskey. Not the guy. The whiskey. They yeah. weren't waiting specifically for the guy. Yep. Like I don't even think I knew his name because they weren't even referencing I, him. I didn't. I don't know anybody's name other than Cool Carl and Cool Carl Paul, Paul and Stacy. Yeah. So. um so as soon as the whiskey comes, like then they were like they they totally were winning for the whiskey. As soon as that comes, they're like, "All right, let's, all right, we're we're ready. Let's just do this." I'm yep. Like, okay, like just like that, that fast. So um, before that started happening, a bunch of people, like a couple of the people there, had 
uh, pulled up that FaceTime thing on their phones. Yeah. So they had some friends in in L.A. who they wanted to show the wedding to, like live stream the wedding to them. Mm-hmm. So Greg's there. So I'm getting ready. I'm standing in the grass, you know, with the with the blessed couple. I'm getting ready to marry them. Greg's there, you know, watching the ceremony with all these people who are holding up phones. Yeah. For the loved ones that could not be. It was also the- that strange situation where they're having conversations with the people on the phone and not with people around them, and then everybody's talking and nobody. It was really yeah, and the people on the annoying. phone were. Um, super classy because they're like, I can't see. I, c- I could hear like the people on the phone yelling as we're trying to get started with the wedding yep. ceremony. I'm like, it's like someone sitting in a pew yelling in the middle yeah. of the wedding. I like, can't see. Yeah, I can't see. Can you get closer? I'm like, are you kidding? Yep. Me? And then a lot of like, holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> holy is shit. this April Fools? Is this an April Fools joke? Yeah. Lots of that. Yeah. So uh, started the. So I'm just like, all right, are you guys ready to go? And they're just like, all right, let's do it. And then you know, and then they're both. How do I put this gently? They're both hammered. Oh, they're hammered. They're yeah, that, so that's, drunk. There's no, there's no, there's <laughs> no easy way of saying that. No, they were, they were tanked. Like, because okay. honestly, but it, it is all right because um, the bride's daughter was their designated driver. She was taking them home, so they weren't going and like they were getting hitched. Yeah. And then they had a they had a designated driver. All was right with the world. It's being noted. This sounds like a Reno nine one one sketch. It, it was, is. It really was surreal watching it. It was. But again, it's so it was so bizarre. Like the juxtaposition of having this beautiful house and yard, and then like but that wasn't their house. But and then yard. what was happening in it? So anyway, so there's like, all right, I guess we can stand here. So I have my my printed out vows. So I just start reading him. So the bride's crying. <laughs> the the groom is there, and he just won't stop laughing. Yeah. And, and then I'm he's like, like, you got to stop crying. You're going to make me laugh. And like, I was like. That's kind of how he sounded, too. Yeah. Uh, so. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Then at one point, he got mad at somebody oh, in the no, audience. I, I wanted laughing. to go to that. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so he started it. And so I'm reading him. like, all right, do you, Paul, like. Like it wasn't any. They wanted a non-religious, like just traditional, like short ceremony. So you basically like get like cut to the quick. Like you yeah. you just start it and end it in like three minutes. So I'm just like, all right, Paul, do you take Stacy to be your lawful wedded wife? And he was just like, <laughs> as I'm saying this to him, he's laughing. Then he's looking at one of the people on the phone that's being streamed, and he's like, huh, fuck you, man, fuck you. In the middle of the vows, sticks out his middle finger. Yes. And is screaming, fuck you, man, fuck you, to the phone, like whoever's streaming from <laughs> LA. Yes. It was the most surreal thing. I I didn't even this know what to do. This is the middle of his wedding vows. I did not even know what to do. I'm like, what? Do, like, I, I think I looked over at Greg at the loss. I'm like, I just have to, <laughs> I just have to go with it. You, the thing is, there is, you, there's nothing you could have done wrong at that point. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, what like, could I was you not do? Stressed at all. That's worse <laughs> than flipping off someone in the audience during the middle of it and saying "fuck you." So like, he's saying, Fuck "Like you're you. gold. You don't. It doesn't matter what you say after that." So he's flipping off people. The bride is like <laughs> crying and like drunkenly crying. And I'm <laughs> like, "Oh my god, I've just got to get through this." And it's two pages, so uh, <laughs> so we get through the house. So then we get to the repeat after me part. And I'm talking to Paul, and I, Paul goes first, and you know, and they get the rings, and I'm just like, yo, I, I you know, repeat after me, I, uh-huh. Paul, take you, Stacy, to be my bride, and he's, and he just, so I say that, and he's like, and he turns around and looks at me, and is like, uh-huh. oh, yeah, like he was, so, I was, it was, he could not understand the repeat. After I me was part. trying so hard not to start laughing while that was going on because I'm just like, oh my god, he's so drunk, he doesn't know what Sarah is saying, and then I look at your face because you're confused that like, why aren't you repeating uh-huh. what you just told him to repeat? Yeah, so he starts repeating it, you know, and it's like, 
It's not repeat. It, it's like kind of the word, the it's like mushy words that kind of resemble, like kind of have a similar inflection to the words that I yeah. asked him to repeat. So he's doing that. The bride's still crying. Yeah, as as, as they're doing, and I do have to say, let me just say, like at this point, they they clearly care about each other a lot. It was it was sweet in like the messiest way possible. I agree. They, it, was. <laughs> it really was like in its own weird world of where they live. They they do genuinely care for each yeah. other. They seem to really. I mean, the they mess, are a great match. They are. They are a great, great match. The mess that it was, you know? like they they were having. They had a great time. Uh, like, yeah, having, they were. They were having a lot of fun. So yeah, so finally get to the repeating part, and then you know, and then you get to the like. There's this one paragraph that I had to read at the end, but it was so hard to get through the first page that I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get through this paragraph? Yeah. So I had to actually say, I swear to God, in the middle of the, ser- I had to be like, all right, you guys, you got to bear with me. I have like a little bit of a paragraph here, and they're like kind of swaying at that point and <laughs> hanging on to each other. I can't tell if it's like hugs or balance, and so I read like this paragraph it's something about the like woven threads and tapestry of love or whatever and like finally get that done i'm like all right and then we finally do the kiss uh, you may kiss each other you're the married and so right then they made out for a bit and then everyone had more whiskey <laughs> that was it well no i mean one of my favorite parts i think was but greg has you're right i we do have one more part yeah was after that so after after the wedding you know then you have to sign the paperwork and do all that stuff and that was quite a to-do in order to sign just the basic piece of paperwork you have to certify that you're married. <laughs> and I think my favorite part of the night was, was or of the evening, was at the end when, you know, uh, Cool Carl was the... Uh, <laughs> cool the Carl witness. was the witness. Yeah. yeah, he was like the best man, I guess. The, the witness of the... If there was wedding. a best man, Cool Carl Cool Carl would have been, been it. <laughs> cool Carl didn't say a whole lot. Um, he didn't. That's why I think talk. He just stands there and drinks and he would look at you. Like, he seemed very nice. Like, when I was trying to pick out... Also... I, I was playing the music from my phone. I'll say this. Cool Carl seemed very mild-mannered there. Cool Carl seems like he's done some bad things to people before. He's You kept saying that. You got a quick man, read on I, him. I'm telling you, not now, but in a past, uh, in, in, his, in his past, there's some messed up shit that that guy has done. <laughs> I just, I guarantee it. Just looking at him, I can tell. He's the kind of person. Yeah. There's, there's. Yeah. Yeah, we only I'll talked like that. We just I just know. For, I, know I know you like are really positive about this. Yeah. So but anyway, um as they're signing Paul's trying to sign it but then he needs Cool Carl to sign something. Well, Cool Carl had gone to the bathroom and this is when he this is when it was probably my my favorite classy moment. Paul yells out so everyone can hear, "Cool Carl, pitch it off. You got to get in here and sign this." <laughs> you know, sign the <laughs> the marriage the certificate. Wedding. Yelled at Cool Carl to pinch it off. To pinch it off. Like, down, like, the bathroom's down the hall. Like, he's, and he's standing in the living room. It's like, everyone can hear it. And then Cool Carl comes out of the bathroom and he's just like, and he just like, no, no biggie. He's just kind of no saunters over. Like, yep. all right, that's just normal to you yelling at me to pinch it off. Pinch it off. It was a thing of It glory. was magical. That was fell in love. It was, uh, it was if I if I hadn't been there and I am so it, happy I was there. I know, me too. Like if I hadn't witnessed it, I would not believe that it would have been as wonderful as it was. It really was. It fit all the. It it, it hit everything. It everything we were looking for. There were there were unseen weapons. There was chew. There was wedding delayed by wedding delayed whiskey delivery. Dickie's shorts. I mean, you know, it was the whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing was was really quite a quite a magical experience. <laughs> so congratulations to Paul and Stacy. 
and uh, cool Carl. And a big thanks is. to our friend for inviting us to that. Yes. Was, as soon as it was, like, they kept apologizing to me, and I'm like, I'm like, no, no, I'm like, no, no, thank you, no. This is thank you for this gift. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> like, don't you ever yeah. apologize? Ever. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I didn't realize how what what time it is. So I guess we better should we take a break. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. And I had a jam-packed weekend. I want to tell you real quick. I went to see Ellie Golding last night. Well, I don't want to shorten that. I, I think we should talk about that. Okay. Because I want to hear about that. Um, and I, Yeah, because I've got a couple more stories, too. But I'm just looking at what time it is. If they're going to be here in four minutes, maybe we should uh, we should take a break. Or Yeah. Okay. Let's take a break. Yeah, take a quick break. And then we'll bring in um, Brian and Emma. And then they'll join us here on the show and talk about their show. And then afterwards, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about some of the stuff from this weekend. Because I've... I've got another story too. I want to try to get to. Which one? Uh, it has to do with uh, with I was removed from an event. I'll say that. What? But it's not how you think it is. <laughs> it's not how you think it is. It was actually on purpose. But I'll I'll, I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about it. Um, all right, let's take a break here. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. There we go. There you go. Yep, pro. Did you did you change uh, the knobs? I did not change the knobs. <laughs> I wasn't messing with the knobs. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. We are joined now by Brian Dast. You said it right. I said it right. Now, see, but now you called it out. <laughs> now it obviously seems like I was going to say it wrong. <laughs> I was and, actually anticipating you saying it wrong. I know. Well, now, well, now you've made me nervous. Now I feel like I'm going to screw up everything. And am I home? Hi. <laughs> See, then I say it really low just in case I mess yeah, up that, anything. And then and you're making me think like you don't remember, and that makes me nervous. Well, now, now you're just screwed it all. Okay. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hi, guys. So, Hi. Emma, Thanks well, for having us. Oh, yeah. Thank you for coming in. So, uh, Emma and Brian are fresh off of playing a show last night. Were you at uh, White Eagle? Yep, the White Eagle. And how did that go? It was great. Uh, didn't see any ghosts, unfortunately. No ghosts? No ghosts. It is supposed to be haunted. I know. But we are playing tonight at Kay's Bar, which is also supposed to be haunted. Ooh, oh, is it? I like it. Maybe oh, even more haunted. Is it your haunted so. bar tour is what you're the, Yes. That, we should totally book a haunted you bar You absolutely tour. should. That would be great. I, so, I kind of feel like we're doing that right now. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> really are. I mean, you're it's kind accidentally of, doing It's kind of already <laughs> a thing. Um, so where is Kay's Bar at? Kay's Bar is in Selwood. It's at uh, Bybee in Milwaukee. Okay. Perfect. Oh, so easy to find. that's such a creepy area. I <laughs> love it. Well, yeah. because that's where antique like, shops. Uh, antique shops. That's yeah. where the old mausoleum is. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Have, have you ever had the chance to explore in yes. there? Yes. You have? Yeah. Greg is so tired of me talking about that because I, I used to love that place. The mausoleum. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I would just go and hang out there for hours. It's really break, beautiful. It's so it is. It is cool. Really it is beautiful. cool. It yes. is. And all the odd rooms with the different like time period styling and yeah. everything. Oh, I think it's really cool. It's been years since I've been there, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they had to close it to the public, which, because uh, some some people were not treating it very well, I oh. guess. I know. Um, so, Emma, you, you are you from here, or you live up in Anchorage now? No, I'm born and raised Alaskan. Born and raised Alaskan, I just, okay. I spent about um, five years okay. here in Portland. Oh, nice, nice. I'm back up there. It, it took me back. You know, yeah. yeah. Stay away. <laughs> Um, and just to tie it in for listeners too, you guys all know Gavin, so Emma does know Gavin up in Alaska. You know from Courage. When I heard you asking else, that, yeah. I'm like, do you think that she'd really know? And they're like, yeah, if you were working in like the music. No, area, it, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. music scene is pretty it's small pretty, up there. It's pretty tight knit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been going back and forth to Anchorage. I, I've probably been up there. I don't know, five or six times now. It's it's great. I love it. Love it up there. I do too. Yeah, <laughs> I think I had fun. Oh yeah. man, yeah. I was telling, like, I was talking to Emma before we came on, and yeah, I was just saying how Alaska was one of those places I went to. I'm like, I feel different now after I went there because it's so like 
oh, it's just it's such a magical place. It yeah. is, and like it takes beauty to a whole different level. It you know, does. Like, everything is just so on such a grand scale. It's so mm-hmm. much bigger than everything. Like yeah. you don't anticipate. Like the mountains were making me nervous because they were so big. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little uncomfortable. See, and I'm on the other side of that because like when I'm in places where there's not mountains like that, I'm like, oh, where's yeah. my protection? Like, where are my beautiful walls and mountains? Right. <laughs> um, so how did how did you guys meet? How did you start playing music together? Well, actually, uh, believe it or not, Craigslist. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Nice. Yeah. It was, uh, we had an ad. I, I co-owned a recording studio also down in the Selwood area called The Magic Closet. Nice. And we opened in 2006, and you found us, I think, late in 2006 and came in and recorded some some demos and then came back to record what turned out to be album number one, which was called Just Me. So that was in 2007. Seven, yeah. And we worked together. I was the engineer. She was the artist. But we ended up kind of co-producing it, and kind of, it kind of became more collaborative. And then, you know, that just uh, has sort of evolved into the relationship we have today which is completely collaborative yeah and it's been a long time now we've been nine years together. wow nine years <laughs> wow all thanks to craigslist <laughs> there are good things on craigslist that's every now true. and then yeah. yeah you made a best friend on craigslist uh, with really? ryan oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true yeah yeah he was a one roommate. roommate i also yeah. found some very terrifying people on craigslist really too, so i, I yeah. can't say it's it's at least one good thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll leave it at <laughs> that this is a good thing that came out of it um <laughs> So that's great. So you started collaborating, and now you do these tours. Like, how, how often are you, do you go on tour together? Um, quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, we just we've released five studio albums together, and then also last year we celebrated um, my ten year anniversary of playing music professionally. So we put out a really cool album called Ten Years, and it was a conceptual album. We recorded one song written from every year from 2005 to 2015. Wow. So Very tracks, cool. And told the stories behind it and everything, kind of where we were at with our career. And yeah. So that was just, um, that's a live album that's strictly available online. But um, And we usually do uh, a couple tours a year down here. Usually like one West Coast uh, regional tour and one larger one, especially if we, if we have a new album out that year. And uh, But this time we were doing something new. We were going to well, new for me. We're going to Europe on Wednesday. Wow. Nice. We're be there for five weeks. Yeah. Bouncing Five all over weeks. the place. Yeah. And I haven't been back since 2010. It was my first and only time going over to play music over there. And uh, this time I get to bring Brian. I'm super stoked. Oh, how yeah. cool. Nice. So awesome. where, where all in Europe are you going? Because we actually have listeners from all over the place. Oh, and cool. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, we're landing in England, but we're, then we're making our way over to uh, France. We'll be in Paris for a couple of days and Switzerland. Lots of shows in Germany. Um, we're playing mm-hmm. primarily house concerts while we're there, but that does not mean your listeners couldn't join. If right. you happen to be you know, anywhere, you can always find us. Reach out to us on good old Facebook or emmahillmusic.com. Send us, a, send us an email, and I'll get you the address. Uh, everybody that's hosting these are super open to new and new friends coming. How cool. That's awesome. So how did you find these these houses that you're going to be playing? Like, Well, it's been months and months of work. <laughs> okay, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's luckily not my first rodeo, but it was definitely more challenging doing it in Europe than yeah. my national tours. Um, basically, I started about a year ago. I sent out feelers. I was like, anybody that knows anybody in Europe, if you believe in us enough to like give a good word, you know, start connecting me. And then I had connected with some folks from back when I went in 2010. So I reached out to those people and... It was a lot of word of mouth. There is one um, house concert network that's kind of Germany's version of one that we use here in the, the U.S., but it's it's specifically putting house concert hosts in, um, together with artists. It's called wow. Sofa Concerts. But, um, oh, wow. I just got a few off of that one, but mostly off of, like, Friends of Friends. So when you're, um, you're going to be in Europe, are you playing every night, every day? 
No, this trip we're kind of giving ourselves. I felt like we really deserved some time off.、Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's a very crazy schedule, but we have spots like where we'll play one show, and then we have like we're staying in the same spot the following day and night, so we get like some get to see to some sights and explore.、Yeah. Oh, how fun! Awesome. So that's on Wednesday you do that, but then tonight you're at Kay's Bar, and tomorrow night you're in Seattle. Uh, right? In Shoreline, yeah, yeah. Shoreline. Oh, okay,、Very、Seattle cool. area. Yep, Seattle-ish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great. Well, and you, you two are going to play a song for us today. I believe、sure. that they have some musical、yeah. instruments with them. They、right. do indeed. Yeah, we were just talking about how beautiful Alaska is. We're going to play a very Alaska song.、Um, kind of wrote this one when I was having to leave. You know, I moved back to Alaska, but I, we leave quite a bit on tour, and so this is just kind of talking about. How much I'm reminded every time I go home, just how much I love the state and how magical it is. And Denali has become kind of this beacon of. It just really represents the like we were talking about that grand beauty、mm-hmm. Alaska provides. So this one's called Denali.
Oh my god. <laughs> Wonderful. Is am I back on? Yeah. Oh my god, that was incredible. Thank you. Oh, thank wow. You. Yes. Uh, EmmaHillMusic.com. Is that the best place people can go? Yeah, to kind of get yeah, yeah. Get all the info about all the things. That was so great. Oh my gosh. That was, right. that was here, really. I mean, and that's let me just say this too. That's through my terrible mixing with two microphones right here. <laughs> that's how good that sound sounded through that. Imagine in person. Oh so. my gosh, be in the same room with these two talented individuals. Jesus. Yeah. So K's bar tonight. Um, ksbarpdx.com looks like that has all the address and, and everything like that yeah uh, it starts at 8pm and uh, it's free cover and uh, or awesome. no cover and uh, our friends <laughs> in Pretty Gritty are going to open the show for us with some acoustic songs oh so, very nice. cool and to like connect the circle there Pretty Gritty is leaving tomorrow for a, an Alaskan tour and they're going to be playing a show soon at Gavin's house but, no oh, kidding oh, nice. that's funny <laughs> there you go uh, all right well, oh, there you go. There's wow. there's the connection. It all ties in. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you so much for coming in. This was Thanks fantastic. For us. All right. And the best place to follow you advent- uh, your adventures is Emma Hill Music. Emma Hill Music.com and all, always good old Facebook. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Facebook. If you want to follow Emma Hill Music on Instagram, we'll be posting lots of fun pictures from our journey yeah. over across the pond. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Across the pond, if you will. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Uh, we'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. There you go. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There we go. Emma and Brian, they are going to be at Kay's Bar tonight. They're fantastic. That was was awesome. If I was, uh, well, I am headed to the coast after this, so if I wasn't, I would be at Kay's Bar. Yeah. Oh, we should say, uh, for live listeners of Fun Employment Radio, well, for any listener of Fun Employment Radio, uh, tomorrow there will be no show. That's Tuesday, April 5th, but then we're back uh, Wednesday, April 6th. Yes. So no show tomorrow um, because Sarah is heading to the coast. I am so excited. Yes, actually, so um, behind the scenes, I'm going to be riding with my parents Mm -hmm. who are actually already here. They're half hour early which they are to everything which is a typical parent thing of course it. it's totally a typical parent thing like i'm like all right 12 30 it'll be fine and i already have a text from my dad like hi sweetie we're downstairs parking the thing because my car has been slightly unreliable so i'm riding in a minivan to the coast with my parents well, i sound like a 12 year old yeah no it's anytime you can get a ride that's better than driving <laughs> right um well but we still have to talk about a, a few things maybe we'll save some of it for wednesday's show but we have to talk about what you did last night you need to save your uh let's save for wednesday's show your um, story. My uh, story of the concert. I that needs to have story. some breathing room. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll do that on Wednesday. Um, but what did you do last night? Last night I went to the first like pop concert I've been to, and I uh, I don't know since like the nineties probably. It just the fact that you called it a pop concert, <laughs> it kind of says a lot right there. I think that kind of spells <laughs> out is, a little I'm bit. Told, I felt like an old person. Yes, it was a pop concert. So I went to see the singer um, Ellie Golding. So I actually went uh, randomly enough with Greg's roommate, with uh, his roommate Chris, who's awesome. And so we ended up. Uh, Chris had an extra ticket, and he's like, "Hey, you want to come with me to see Ellie Golding?" I'm like, "Um, yes, I fucking do." <laughs> and I was like, "Can we buy?" tour t-shirts and wear them and match all night and he's like yep <laughs> so that's exactly <laughs> what we did we went and saw Ali Golding it's like those shows are productions man I haven't seen something at that level was this in Theater of the Clouds it was in Theater of the Clouds it was so, completely sold out so that's where they cut out like the Rose Gardens are big stadium here obviously but they uh, they put a curtain down through like Two thirds of it, yeah. They block and turn it off into like, like a smaller stage, yeah, yeah. So it's a more like intimate venue, uh-huh. but I mean that place was packed. There was not an empty seat, and she 
is is pretty amazing with her. Singing, was she good? Is, yeah, she was great. There was uh, she had all these like dancers and these big like. I don't know, theatrical stage things and lights, and she had, like, her witty, you know, between-song banter, and she's, like, a full-on, like, Taylor Swift thing, like, you know, just dancing around, doing her little, like, shimmying. Really? Okay. Yeah, so Chris and I went, so we ended up, so, um, yeah, we took a cab to the Rose Garden, got there, um, went and bought our shirts, (laughs) and I forced him, I'm just like, all right, you said that we were going to wear matching shirts, and he's like, Mm -hmm. I didn't think you were actually serious. I'm like, oh, oh, no, I'm serious. I'm like, what was the attendant, like... Was it mostly younger people, I would imagine? It was a lot of drunk blonde girls. Drunk blonde girls, okay. Yeah. All right. It was a lot of drunk blonde girls. And then there were... Um, so we we got there like after she had already started. Um, she was like a couple songs in. And uh, so we were trying to find our seats. And the two of the drunkest blonde girls were, of course in the row of seats that we were heading toward because of course we have to sit right next to them so we look and I'm looking at the numbers of our on our tickets and I'm looking at the seats and like they were like uh, drunk girl one and two they were in seats like one and two and our tickets were for three and four uh-huh. and I looked and uh, sure enough there were two guys sitting in our seats oh and, yeah so I was like uh, hey dude I think you're in my he's like they're like oh Okay, and they scooted back over because they were two seats down. They totally were trying to, t- to steal our seats so they could sit next to the drunk blonde girls. Oh, they... Yeah, oh, and so I was like... So they weren't with the blonde girls? No, no, and so like they, they kind of like reluctantly went back Shit. to their seats. And I'm like, oh, like... I saw them like, oh, I see what you were trying to do there. And they're like, well, I don't know. I'm like, if you buy... Uh, and so I tried to barter with them. Yeah. So this is after, uh, after Chris and I got back and we were wearing our matching shirts. We looked amazing. And... um so the, the guy, I'm just like, well, you know, so you guys want to sit next to the the drunk blonde girls? And he's just like, well, I don't know. I'm like, tell you what, I'm like, twenty five bucks, we'll switch your seats. That's a round yeah. of drinks. That's a that's a drink for each of us. I'm like, if, I'm like, if you buy us each a drink, we'll totally switch you seats. And they contemplated it for a few minutes, and then finally they're like, nah, that's. They decided not to, ah. but they longingly looked at them, and like the entire time too. Like I think we totally crushed their vibe because. Um, like everyone else is like dancing and standing up and having a good time, and the two dudes, like two straight white dudes, just sitting there. Yeah, but they knew what crossed. they were doing going yeah, to the concert. Like, I was wondering, I'm like, is, why the hell are they there? Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe they were big fans. Clearly, that's not the case. It was to hit on the, I mean, drunk blonde girls. That sounds like it's a good idea, actually. Now that I think about it, um, but if you get busted sitting in somebody else's seat, you don't like reluctantly go. You go, you have to get up and be like, "Yep, you're right." Sorry, exactly. I'll get out of your seat. Yeah, like you're not. You know exactly what you're doing when you're sitting in someone else's seat like that. Like that's when you try to sit down closer because you see nobody's there, like at a Blazer game. But then maybe they come in halfway through the first quarter. If you're in their seat, get the f out of their seat. Yeah, I mean it like doesn't you, matter. Even if you know late, what it's you're their doing. Seat. Exactly. Yeah, I mean you can't like guilt the other person. That's just what you got to do. Yeah, but still, that's. Huh, I know they were like pouting and like whatever. So I, I had the yeah. greatest time. Your uh, Chris is awesome. We yep. just had so much fun. And after um, we were leaving, like we couldn't get a cab from the Rose Garden, so we ended up walking for a really long way. And I didn't realize how like silly we looked. Until, In matching, yeah, Ellie until Golding I realized t-shirts. that we're both wearing matching Ellie Golding t-shirts, walking down the street, and um, it was it was a lot of fun. That's, I do have to say, like like shows are definitely. Uh, they've upped like the entertainment value yeah. for sure. I mean, because I know the tickets aren't cheap. They, right. they weren't cheap for um, for the show. But I mean, like there are theatrics and pyrotechnics and big like stage props and like dancers attached to these giant like 
rope. I guess I didn't realize how big she was. That yeah. she would have that kind of a oh man, stage people were losing their minds. Huh. They were like people, like screaming girls. Like it was, and again, yeah, mostly like blonde girls. Wow. Yeah, it was interesting. But I mean, if you get a chance to see her, I would totally recommend it. It was really? her voice was that is good? incredible. Yeah, it was really good. She sounds exactly how she does in any of her like recorded songs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, her it, she is kind of like a mesmerizing voice. Yeah, it is a, it is a strange voice mm. if you've never heard her. You you probably have and you just don't realize it. Yeah. Ellie Goulding. All right. Yeah. Well, there we go. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. And I will say for the record that I am indeed wearing my Ellie Goulding shirt today. <laughs> you are. You are wearing it. It's I a new shirt it. and it's awesome. So, uh I don't think nobody else seemed to notice, but uh so her new shirt she has a song called Don't Panic, uh-huh. which is totally, you know, Hitchhiker's Guide yeah, to the Galaxy. that's thing. what I thought the shirt was when you walked yeah, in because so it says Don't Panic on the front. When I was looking at the shirts, I'm like, holy shit, Don't Panic. I'm like, that's a, I'm like, they have a Hitchhiker's shirt? That's weird. And then she started singing the Don't Panic song. So I didn't realize that. I doubt anybody in there knows what Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is. So I was sitting next to the angry white guys and, and he like kind of looked at my shirt and he's like, oh, is that one of the Ellie Golding shirts? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, Don't Panic. I'm like, and look, it's like a Douglas Adams reference too. Isn't that awesome? And he's like, who's that? And I was like, never mind. They're never going to know. <laughs> they would mind. not know. Because I thought it was so red. I'm like, two for one. I'm like, not only does it say don't panic in big, giant, sparkly gold letters. Yeah. But it's also like a reference to... It's not. I know. It's not, though. I bet Ellie Goulding doesn't even know until after they did it. Probably somebody somewhere was like, oh, yeah, like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Who, the guy who, was just... Who? He was just blank. Who's Douglas like, Adams? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. Oh, uh, that's funny. Uh, all right. Well, we've... We've got that, so that that's great. Yeah, I guess I'll talk about my other story. You yeah, have on to Wednesday. save that. I'll yeah. do it on Wednesday. Yeah, um, I can't keep my parents waiting, Greg. I know, I know. That's right. I forgot they're they're outside right now. <laughs> they're All standing right. outside in the minivan. All right. Well, let's go ahead and, and wrap it up for today. This has been a, this has been a great show. So, um, a big thank you again to to Emma Hill and Brian Dast for for coming in and performing. That was great. Wow. And I will say that um, I do have a copy of their CD, and mm-hmm. I am going to listen to that on the way to the coast. Excellent. That sounds like magical coast driving music. It does sound like magical mm-hmm. coast driving music. Yeah, it's good uh, road trip music. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I think That'd it's something that the whole family will enjoy, the Greg. The whole family. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are fantastic. Big thank you to our wonderful sponsor, Next Adventure, nextadventure.net. I saw a bunch of people posting on Twitter over the weekend and hashtagging us when they were going into Next Adventure um, for their sale. Thank you for doing that. Anytime that you can tag us and a sponsor of Fun Employment Radio on Twitter at the same time, it really helps us out, shows them that you're paying attention and and going in there. And uh, yeah, it's just good for everybody. It so is. We, we do appreciate it. At Fun Emp Radio is our uh, Twitter handle. And then, uh, of course, you know, Next Adventure. Thank you. Uh, big, big thank you to them. Nextadventure.net. Um, yeah, so no show tomorrow. Just a reminder no show tomorrow, but back on Wednesday at the regular time of noon. At noon o'clock? Noon o'clock. Mm-hmm. Noon o'clock. We will be back on uh, Wednesday doing our show and, yeah. And all of those stuff All and of that things. stuff and things. Mm. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. You <laughs> are wonderful. We'll be back on Wednesday with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. Love you all. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.